everybody, it's me, Helen Hong. And it's me, J. Keith Van Stratton. And this is a special mini episode of Go Fact Yourself. Normally we release a new episode here on the third Friday of the month, but we're just a few days away from the start of the Max Fun Drive, so we've shaken things up. Uh, yeah, it's actually even more shaken up than since the last time you heard from us, but more than that in a moment. Max Fun Drive, of course, is that time of year where we ask you to pledge your support by becoming a new or upgrading member of the podcast network we're on, Maximum Fun, so that we can make this very show possible. This very show. Now, it's also the time when we get to thank you with special gifts and bonus content, and today's mini-episode is a sneak preview of this year's bonus content, which will be available to all supporters of this year's Max Fun Drive. More on that in a moment as well. The Max Fun Drive takes place this year, March 20th through 31st, and to kick things off on Monday the 20th, we'll be dropping an episode featuring Max Fun hosts and married couple Rachel and Griffin McElroy. And around the same time, or maybe even sooner, another episode with Max Fun hosts, the not-a-married couple, Bria Grant and Jarrett Hill, will show up in this year's bonus content feed. And then the following Monday, March 27th, you'll hear an episode we recorded with two listeners as our guests, and we'll tell you how you could end up being the guests on a future listener episode. Now, the Max Fun Drive goes through March 31st, and we'll be dropping some other mini-episodes along the way, too. It's our way of saying thank you, and please consider supporting our show. Another way you can help with our Max Fun Drive is by letting us know what our show has meant to you. Whether you're new to Go Fact Yourself or with us from the beginning, we want to hear from you. You can email your comments to memberstories at maximumfun.org or leave a voice message at 323-601-8719. And we may share your words on an upcoming episode. Last thing, before we get to a sneak preview of our bonus content, this episode was recorded mostly in front of a live audience, and we've got two live audience recordings to tell you about. First, on Sunday, March 26th, a 2 p.m. matinee show at the Center for Inquiry West in Los Angeles with scheduled guest Jenk Uger of the Young Turks and another exciting guest to be announced shortly. Then, on Saturday, May 6th at 7 p.m., we're back at LAS The Crawford in Pasadena, with guests to be announced. Check our website, gofactorpod.com, for the latest info. Okay, let's get to some show content. Here are some highlights from our show with guests Bria Grant and Jarrett Hill. You'll hear a taste of our What's the Difference round, Bria's cluster fact and interaction with her expert, a bit of musical magic with Jarrett and his expert, and a fun little slice of our closing the show. And I have to tell you, as delightful as these clips are, it is just a fraction of the fun, suspense, and craziness that you will hear when you listen to the entire show in our Poco feed. Thanks so much for listening and supporting Go Fact Yourself. And now, here me! Listeners, if you'd like to submit a suggestion for our What's the Difference round, go to gofactorpod.com and click on Get Involved. Okay, play it. Hi, J. Keith and Helen and guests. My name is Kristen Crowley from Atlanta, Georgia, where I'm an investigative reporter for 11 Alive News. My question for What's the Difference is, while they both might serve your community in the event of an attack, what's the difference between protect and defend? Thanks so much. Have a good show. Oh, thanks so much, Kristen. And before we get to that, okay. uh, Jerry, you're having a bit of a reaction. What's uh, happening? I worked at 11 Alive News for three years. That's no. so wild. <laughs> I just what? had a little bit of a freak. I don't even know that I heard the full question. Oh, I was okay. like, shut it down. Okay. <laughs> All right, Bree, you did well in that round, but now here is your expert level question that requires oh. multiple answers. It is time for your cluster fact. 
Y'all. This audience is splitting. <laughs> it is. We'll be bringing out wow. an expert to discuss your response. Okay. Bria, in 2022, a novel was a finalist for perhaps the most prestigious science fiction award there is. That novel features an Asian-American transgender protagonist, a pact with the devil, violin making, and a donut shop run by aliens in the San Gabriel Valley, and it was named as a New York Public Library Top 10 Book of the Year. For up to three points, for which award presented oh. annually since 1955 was the novel nominated? What is the title of this novel and who is the novel's author? I mean, I'm going to guess a Hugo Award. Okay. Light from Uncommon Stars. Okay. And if this person is here, I'm really sorry because I can't remember how to pronounce the name, but I know mm-hmm. it's how it's spelled. You can spell the name. We'll take spelling. R-Y-K-A-A-O-K-I? R-Y-K-A-A-O-K-I. Aoki. All right. Well, Helen is taking note of those answers. We have an expert on hand who can tell us for sure. Helen, who do we have tonight? Joining us tonight is a poet, composer, teacher, and novelist whose book, Light from Uncommon Stars, was nominated for and received several awards. It's Rika Aoki. Rika Aoki, come on out. Hello, Rika. (laughs) You can say hello to our guests, though, as well. Oh huge fan of yours. Oh so Hello, Rika. Thank you so much for joining oh us. So glad to be here. Uh, you could not see when you were backstage, but as soon as we started reading the question, Bria's face completely lit up. So did several glasses in the audience. The, glass, the glasses in the audience were like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I am just so happy. I'm just thrilled. When I, when I first wrote this book, I thought to myself, who's going to be interested in the San Gabriel Valley? But it's just hit so many people. So thank you. Thank you for all well, the I work you do. I want to point out that in addition to the uh, award that we'll talk about later, it was a finalist for the Locus Award, the Ignite Award, and Dragon Award. It was a winner of the Alex Award, the Stonewall Book Award. It was a National LA Times bestseller, a Kirkus Best Book, a Barnes & Noble Best Science Fiction Book of the Year, a New York Public <laughs> Library Top 10 Book of the Year, and I believe a Reading Glasses Book of the Year winner as it well. It was a Reading Glasses Book of the Year. Really underwhelmed. <laughs> wow. I know that you mentioned that this book is about the San Gabriel Valley, but let's not forget the pact with the devil and the violin making. Yeah. Come, on. Oh, come on. I think Don't everything in the shocked. San Gabriel Valley is a pact with the devil, but that's a whole other issue. You can't write about the San Gabriel yeah. Valley with some mom making a pact with the devil and the violins yeah. anyway. <laughs> well, what's so interesting, in addition to uh, now being a prominent author in this field, you're a big fan of this genre that we have you as an expert oh, in. absolutely. And uh, you, you, you were telling me the other day that you, you said it's a great time to be a science fiction reader. Why is that? Oh, my gosh. So what's been happening in science fiction is um, editors and readers and the community have been voicing themselves through social media to make uh, make their hunger for new writers with different viewpoints, different modes of family, different expressions of sexuality, personhood. They want to see stories about this. And the field has opened up spectacularly. If you look at the last group of finalists for the Hugo Award, I think like everyone's some kind of queer. Probably end up like seeing them. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised at running into any of them at Pride. And, and, <laughs> and that was something that was unheard of just mm. a few years ago. Very, very cool. <laughs> One thing that's great about your work is you're part of this vanguard of uh, better reflecting the trans community in especially science fiction. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about how trans people had been depicted in science fiction uh, before this era? I think that's the whole thing, a passive voice. How have they been depicted? Mm-hmm. And they've been sort of exoticized and they've been... Uh, Seen as other, mm-hmm. they've been seen as something interesting, something that is to be studied. Mm. Objectified. Objectified. Yeah. Per, that's that one. A that very one. special <laughs> episode, maybe, yeah. <laughs> and I think that uh, I, would, I was watching uh, 
Star Trek Next Generation <gasps> where there was Tell where there was more. this big thing about Riker <laughs> figuring out, you know, this gender neutral character and kind exactly of falling in love about. and questioning. And, you know, I don't know. For some people, that's Star Trek The Next Generation. For me, that's a normal date. <laughs> <laughs> where trans voices are and queer voices are mm-hmm. right now, I think it's a great leaping off point for readerships who want to know what comes next. Well, let's talk about Light from Uncommon Stars, this uh, book that has gotten so much acclaim. Um, we talked about and sort of joked about the San Gabriel Valley, but why was that important to you to uh, include as part of the book and as part of our question? You actually wanted to make sure I said that part when I was describing the book. Los Angeles is a huge, huge place, and there are a lot of these pocket communities that really are, are large that really, um, I mean, like the San Gabriel Valley is not a pocket community. It's a swath of land mm-hmm. uh, that uh, has developed in such a rich and nuanced and beautiful way. A lot of you pr- who from the West Side probably know, you know about the food, but it's more than that. It's the languages. It's the music. It's the interplay. It's how s- race and class mm. can I think, educate the rest of the country. Mm. And I thought to myself, I wanted to write about the San Gabriel Valley before somebody who doesn't really know about the San Gabriel Mm. Valley. I mean, I went to San Gabriel High School, wrote about it, and messed it up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes, as a science fiction writer, as much as I want to write about other worlds, sometimes I want to write about home, too. Mm. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you're deep working on your next novel. Is this another novel in the series? It starts with two people being killed by space aliens. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, because they were killed by space aliens... The local gods and angels weren't aware that this was going to happen. I hate when that happens. I hate hate when this happens. You know, you are an angel of death and (laughs) you think you have everything all taken care of. And suddenly somebody comes in and does their work for Mm -hmm. you with some sort of blaster thing. And so they're, they're, uh, they're now dead and they have not been removed from the book of life. And now there's a bookkeeping error and all of creation will be undone (laughs) unless this very tired God and a couple angels, one of whom used to be a frying pan, are trying to figure things out. And then there's chapter two. And then there's chapter two. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's get to the reason we brought you here as far as our game is concerned. You heard the question that we asked of Bria. First, we wanted to know uh, for which award presented annually since 1955 was this novel that we described nominated. Helen, what did Bria say? Bria said the Hugo Award. Award. And yes. That yes, is correct. That the is correct. Very good. Next, we want to know what is the name of this exciting novel that we described. Helen, what did Bria say? Bria said, Light from Uncommon Stars. Absolutely. Absolutely correct. Another point. And finally, we want to know who is the author of that novel. Helen, what did Bria spell? Bria spelled. <laughs> I panicked, okay? No, no, no. R Y K A Aoki. And? And when I heard that and I thought, you knew who I was, I just had this fangirl moment. Oh, my gosh. And, and yes, that is correct. That is correct. Okay, wonderful. Three for three in the cluster for Bria Grant. Uh, Bria, while we have our expert here, anything else you'd like to ask or say to her? Yeah, well, I mean, what is the best donut shop in San Gabriel Valley then? Right now, oh, it's hard to say because uh, it depends what you think of the San Gabriel Valley. I'll give you three. So... <laughs> We love options. And by the way, you were not prepared for this question at all. This is just something you're ready to go with. The best apple fritter is Uncle Joe's Donuts in San Gabriel. There's also in Glendora, there's a place called Donut Man that has the best strawberry sliders. We got a donut fan person here, Donut Man fan here. And then also, if you want to take advantage of the Asian flavor, there are these, there's this donut chain called Mochi Nuts, where you have gluten free rice donuts that are spectacular. Mochi Nuts? Mochi Nuts. Helen is writing this down. (laughs) Mochi Nuts. Yes. If people want to 
find out more about you or your work, Rika, where can they do that? The best way to look me up right now is my website, R-Y-K-A, R-Y-K-A, my first name, twice, RikaRika.com. That way you'll get updated on my you know, new books or books that I really, really like because there's, there's so many great authors out there right now and also letting you know when my next book comes out. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Rika Aoki, everybody. Thank you so much. Yep. Can you remind me of what it was like at the top of the world? Come, Come with, with me. me. Yes! Oh my yes. God. Oh my God. Wait. I, <laughs> I think that was more healing than Jared's therapy. <laughs> like what you hear? Come see us live. It's happening again. Go to gofactorpod.com for our schedule and tickets. Meanwhile, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at gofactorpod, update our wiki at gofactorwiki.fandom.com, and buy our T-shaped shirt and mug-shaped mug at maxfunstore.com. And give us a great review on your favorite podcast platform, like Moster underscore did on Apple Podcasts. He, she, or they said, whenever I'm in a bad mood, Go Fact Yourself is a place I can go to get a little respite from the ridiculousness of the real world. It's so good, I don't even mind the bleeping. <laughs> Thanks, Moster underscore. We really f- appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Helen? <laughs> Shit, yeah. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.